Ham and rolls, ham and rolls, ham and rolls. Welcome to the Ham and Roll Show with your hosts, Josh Janice and Jared Bell. We bring awareness to the topics that we are thinking about, and hopefully everybody's thinking about just two monkeys rifting off each other, trying to learn what this whole crazy universe is about. Today on the podcast, two white guys talk about racism. <laughs> Josh just said, dude, let me do the intro. Let me do the intro. And now I know why you wanted to do the intro. Yeah, yeah. I should have cleared that with you first, huh? Uh, no, I'm, I'm good with anything. Shit. <laughs> yeah, interesting one. Uh, we're, we're tackling racism today, which is, which is a, a topic that I think touches everybody on, on many different levels. And my kind of overall is just to make sure... Not to make sure, but uh, let's look at it from a very clear objective, you know, and I think that's one of the, the, here, let me just start off. The biggest thing when it comes to me, the biggest thing, gosh, I I hate when I say that stuff. Sorry, my bell. Um, When it comes to racism, I think we're just missing the target. And what I mean by that is if you want to solve a problem, the best way to solve a problem is find the root cause. Racism, to me, is the difference in black and white, which is cultural issues. You're not, if you're, if you're black or you're white or you're brown or whatever color you are, you're, you're not born a certain way because of that color. So we can look back at if, if the, the black guy was raised in the white neighborhood and the white kid raised in the, you know, you, you take on similar characteristics of that culture. So it, it's not a... A genetic thing, but yet we frame it as a, a as a genetic thing, where it's it's black versus white. Look, if you look, there's more genetic differences between or within races than there is differences between races. What I mean is, there's more genetic differences within a white or black population than there is between differences between black and white. You know, so we're built from the same shit. That's where I'm going at. We're built from the same shit. Built from the same shit, Josh. Yes. So. This is a, a very difficult topic to tackle as a white privileged individual, and I am white, and the Lord has privileged me for sure. That being said, I also have an opinion, as should everybody. Everybody should have an opinion. Everybody should think about things. And the way that I view the world isn't so much that there's a discrepancy between races, but a discrepancy in socioeconomic backgrounds. What I mean by that is some people, whether they be black, white, or everything in between, some people are just born into situations that are very, very challenging. And we've talked about Maslow's hierarchy of needs quite a bit. It's They're always worried about safety. They're always worried about where food comes from. And trying to get out of that loop is very, very difficult. So I don't see it as, you know, a white man holding a black man down or uh, there's a lot of, of challenged, uh, of, there's of all races. And uh, at least not now, certainly at different times in history. You ever been down to West Virginia? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> well, West Virginia is from uh, third world white, man it's crazy yeah of white people uh, i've yeah. never seen anything like it yeah it's not like uh it's, it's bad oh. so when i say that it's a socioeconomic issue that's just the that's i haven't been pulled over 
because I'm black. I haven't had to deal with a lot of the stuff that, that I'm sure that black people in America have dealt with. And I get that. So it's hard for me to talk about that kind of thing where I would like to house this for me, and you can go wherever you want, right? But is in that socioeconomic state. How do we, how can we encourage people to get out of that awful feedback loop of I'm worried about safety, I'm worried about where I'm going to sleep, I'm, gonna, I'm worried about um, hunger, as opposed to, you know, I get to worry about uh, love and living on the frequency of love, you know, <laughs> and that's just a... I think, we're, I think we're really hitting on the, on the same point, maybe just need to clarify the thoughts between what we just said and, let's say, getting pulled over, right? That's still the effect of something, you know, mm. and then we go out and we target all these effects, right? It's almost... It's almost like what modern medicine, in my opinion, does uh, wrong when they evaluate it. We, we find symptoms and we target symptoms, but a lot of times we don't go at the cause. So if we're looking at, at racism, we're seeing all these symptoms, right? All these all these outputs of, of, of what? And like you said, it's it's this is where I think we can agree. And I think the data, I think there's plenty of data analyzing this that, that can out and support if we wanted to do you know a couple of weeks of research which i don't by the way <laughs> but, but to get to it is that the the differences you know arise from that if let's say you're living on uh, a level of man's low where you have to to worry all day long about food clothing shelter yeah. all right that's what's going to separate and that's going to build cultures behind that you know and then well, maybe it's different. Maybe there's a cultural piece, too. I'm not sure. I haven't really thought that one through where, let's say, there's a socioeconomic level. And maybe dis- define the socioeconomic for us, Josh. So just the economics. You're smarter than me. i got to Google this shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the economics of a culture, let's say. Well said. Thank you for putting it in my terms. Yeah. All right. Now that we all know what the hell you're talking about, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> um. I, I think that, that that nails it, right? I mean, why let's and, and we do. I'm not saying, you know, that no one looks at these differences, but it always still seems to come back down to it's a black thing, a white thing, a brown you know, like we, we it's still the overall underlying cause is is this where look, just cut it out the picture. Why are we even talking about this shit? It has nothing to do with anything, dude. Do you know of a play, I believe it was a Broadway play, called Avenue Q? I do not. Okay. So, <laughs> Avenue Q, if, you, if you're listening to this and you know it, uh, hopefully you have a smile on your face, but Avenue Q uh, did a good job of tackling, uh, let's call it, tougher issues like racism. Do you and, remember the Bronx Tale? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah. But wait, wait till you that see where I'm going. a Broadway play. Yeah, wait till you see where I'm going with this. They have a song called everyone's a little bit racist that at the end of this podcast I'm going to play. But the, their point is, and, and actually I just listened to Tom Segura's comedy, uh, and his point was that all cultures are racist. Like if you look at, racist is such a, a tough term yeah, to use. Yeah, I, 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 let's, let's kind of get your, your judgmental yeah, towards ju- something yes, you yes, don't yes. know. You know, yeah. let's take that out. I, I agree. Like, yeah, it, it just adds the wrong, we're not talking about that shit. Yeah. You know, well, I, we're not, we're talking about what we're talking about right now is, is not, it's that your instinct, you're built through your, your upbringing yeah. to even if you, you help the other 
side or, you know, whatever it is, you still seem to have these built in, I think like built in beliefs or fears almost, So you know? Yeah. So, you know, the, 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 if I'm, if I'm being biased, the Chinese people have a bias or a, a racist thought versus Japanese people, as an example. It's not just, this, this isn't something like it's just Caucasians and African-Americans. Yeah, we just invented that shit. Yeah, no, we, di- yeah, we, we didn't. It's, it's every culture. But we invented the black and white thing. Oh, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. yeah, but that has been around. The concept of, of two cultures looking differently at each other and thinking you're better or whatever the case has been around for thousands of years. Yeah, yeah It's yeah. not new to the human species. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would like to, and I'm going to come back to Avenue Q at the end. I would like to tell you a story. I've never told you this story. I was actually talking about it with a different client today. I'm sorry, not today, this week. And it it, it really questioned, it, it put into question some of the thoughts that I was having. And, um, you know, we try to be honest and forthright on this podcast. And uh, we give our, what our actual thoughts and feelings are. So uh, here goes. This is about two years ago. I'm at Mayfair Mall. And I'm in the food court. And I go to the restroom and I am washing my hands and in walks three African-American, let's call them 18 to 20 year olds. Uh, it's, it's during winter. I have a, a jacket on, a leather jacket on. And I'm like, one of them goes to the left. So there's a urinal to the left and he doesn't go to the urinal. He just stands to the left. The other one stands directly by me and the other one stands at the door. And I'm washing my hands with my back turned towards him. In my head, my adrenaline goes up through the roof, right? And I'm like, okay, well, how do I, how am I getting out of this? I'm just assuming that this is my assumption. I'm just being honest here. And I, I don't know where, you know, I don't know where people are going to land on this, <laughs> but I'm being honest. Mm. Uh, I think about, okay, well, how am I going to get out of this? I, obviously, I'm, I'm, I'm a trained guy. I'm, black belt in Brazilian jiu-jitsu I understand you know I've been in some things but I was like okay let's just assume they have a knife I have a leather jacket on like maybe I could take some cuts to the forearm you know like uh, how do I how do I get out of this right and uh as it turned out the one guy used the urinal the other guy was just on his phone behind me which was granted a little bit (laughs) (laughs) the other guy was just waiting at the door for his (laughs) other guy to pee and and I walked out so, I, you know, I, f- I finished and, and just and got out of there. And I, w- I went back to, um, Megan was, you know, eat- we were eating a Cinnabon. God, those are good. <laughs> uh, went Cinnabons. back. And I, and I told her, I'm like, I don't know how to feel about this. W- would I have felt that same way if it was three 18 to 20-year-old white guys? And, and I, I've thought about this many times since. And I, I think my, I, I have to think like that. Not that it, because first of all, the answer is probably because it was weird positioning of people. And so, so racial factor wasn't the only factor in this analysis that's there's, going there's on. No, that but no, it did come into play. At, no point, point. at yeah. no point did I think, oh, it's three African-American or black men. Mm-hmm. At no point did I think that. I was thinking safety. How do I... You know, who do I neutralize first? That kind of thing. When I got back to the table, I'm like, did I feel that way because it was African-American? Sure. 
I think that's a, a great concept to bring into play on, on, on this topic because I think, it, I think the answer has to be yes. It, of course, it had some relation. You've been influenced by black and white your whole life. So when you're in a situation where, what if it was the other way? You know, what if, what if you are the wrong color walking in down the wrong street in the wrong neighborhood and you are that oblivious to not realize that, right? That's not good either. Right. So I think to say, it, did it have play into your thoughts? Yes. Was it the only factor? No. Does it make you a, a racist? No. But that's what we're trying to understand. What is that right now? It, you know, it, what? When I, when I thought about it, again, multiple times, which I, I think is actually the point of the whole exercise of life, right? Is like, I, I don't know that I thought about that correctly. I don't know. But let's learn from it. When I thought about it, if it would have been three white guys and wife beaters that look like they're from West Virginia, I would have the same reaction. 100%. 100%. If it was three guys that look like they got off the golf course, probably wouldn't have had that same. So what are so we... So the socioeconomic look, right. actually... So let me just give two short ones, and then let's kind of dive into, like, what... That is, is it, is it racism or is it built in? And should we just really understand what it is and, and learn how to use that in how we evaluate our interactions? So it was actually uh, when you went to dinner at Keon's house, it was one that really stood out to me. I was talking with Keon. Keon runs the, the man show on WNOV and Josh went to dinner at his house and he got there a little early and, and Josh was on the stoop and in a neighborhood that, he stood out like a sore thumb, I'm sure. <laughs> but you, you, you felt something. And then I was kind of talking with Keon about it. He's like, yeah, but do you know, like, if I came to Josh's house, I would feel the exact same way. So that feeling, not saying that you're hating someone because of it or you're even looking down on them, but you have these, they're fears, right? They're really fears that, that are built into us. Um, another really interesting well, one. I, wait, wait, wait. I, built into us? Not built, learned. Sorry, yeah, okay, absolutely. Right. They're, they're built into us through our, our, our learning throughout life, our training of our environments. Um, thank you for having me clarify that because that's not genetic. That's the point, right? Mm -hmm. That right, shit is, right. you're not born with that. It's learned behavior. Um, we just did an interesting, just finished uh, uh, the church challenge. Oh, uh, thanks to Ma Bell, we did our fifth church today. We got a $500 donation for City Champs. That's wonderful. Yes. But one of the churches we went to was... Uh, uh, the, the black church, which I've never been. Which I'm sure is not the name of it. Probably not. The, <laughs> <laughs> fucking right. 100% okay. not called the black church. <laughs> uh, African-based church. And um, at first we had one kind of picked out, and I was like, I was evaluating it, right? I was even going on another website, and it came from a recommendation from Keon. And I wanted to go to, like, I want to hear some singing and some, some vibrance, you know? I mean, in all honesty... Lack of better terms, white churches are pretty freaking boring. True, true story. Don't tell Mom Bell I said that. But. What do you mean? She's going to listen. No shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but there was one I was looking at, and I, I felt in, intimidated. I had no connection to it. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have a relationship. I think I'm going to hit on something here. But then um, uh, Alder, Alder, Alder Woman Lewis from uh, District 9 in Milwaukee is a pastor, uh, and Ended up going to that church. I mean, it's different. It's, I mean, they, it was so cool. I mean, there was flag dancing and, and, and all kinds of praying that I'd never seen and, and, and screaming. And, and I mean, we were just, but man, we walked in. 
got six hugs right out the gate. You oh, know, yeah. I mean, it was it was wow. so. But the difference was, is I felt I had some connection already, right? I I felt like I was at least could go in there and, and say a name, you know. But I, I that was the big difference between evaluating those two, and I think if we're gonna get to talking about solutions when it comes to racism, is, is how do you break down those barriers and add that level, that common ground, right? Common ground is what people build relationships upon. So yes, there's these differences. Let's call them learned behavior differences and socioeconomic cultural differences. But it's not racism unless you turn it into just being blind as dumb shit where all you see is one side of the equation. You can't realize the truth's in the middle somewhere and you're, you're ignorant, you know. Right. I, I said a lot of shit right there. <laughs> I would agree that racism is basically ignorance because how stupid is it to just, wow. I'm going to surround myself with the, with the white folk because they smarter. They're not. You're, you're literally blinding yourself to the vast majority of the population of the globe. And if you think that that is where you're going to get the best results, you are ignorant. Period. And it's <laughs> there is a learned behavior through our culture and through our society that I think can get in the way of that and puts blinders on and, and there's a lot of ignorant people out there. Um, yeah, I don't know where I was going to go with that. Damn it. I wasn't listening to you, so I can't really help you with that Thanks, one. Buddy. Sorry, I was, <laughs> I was off in squirrel land <laughs> over here. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're supposed to pick me up there, man. All right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. And halfway Can through. we press rewind? Like, <laughs> does it got like a repeat 30 seconds we, back? We probably could, but we're not going to. Yeah, we don't know yeah. how to fucking do that <laughs> Again, if you're listening to this. The we show's going to be over by the time we figure that out. Yeah, we are We are two morons just yes. here. Two monkeys. Two monkeys rifting off each other, trying to figure out what this great thing is about. All right. So let's let's go back. Let's Let's define that we're not talking... Let's say the majority of people I don't think are racist, right? I believe the majority of people are good. They may have some built-in um, racial uh, beliefs and, 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 and judgments in their head, but most people don't want to be, right? Uh, sure, we might talk about these crazy groups and, and whatever, but 90, I would guess, 90 yeah, plus. The out, yeah, the outliers shouldn't define things. All right, so... I think why, you know, if we're going to get to solving it, how do we solve this? How do we actually start making, and we, we do solve it, but it just takes so freaking long, right? How do we start to be more effective? Well, we know, and the purpose of this podcast is to spread great knowledge, right? If you give people great information, that starts to shape their beliefs and values, their actions. So what is the great information that we can give about racism on this? So are you saying if you listen to our podcast, we're going to end racism? <laughs> I hope so, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that shit, be we'd be famous then. <laughs> That's where your mind two goes. Monkeys, two monkeys care. and racism. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care that we'd be famous. I think it'd be awesome that we ended racism. Uh, two monkeys and racism. <laughs> um, here, I would say that step one would be to stop framing it in, in racial and racist uh, terms and start talking about it as to what it actually is, where it's not a color thing. It's a socioeconomic thing. It's a learned behavior. Well, uh, hold on. I agree with you in, in most of the time, but there is, and, and I would say, granted, it is a, a vast minority, 
However, there is a minority of people that it's just blind race. Yeah, well, on both sides. When I let me, I was at uh, Keon's, uh, you know, because I was at the Man Show quite a bit, and there was a gentleman on the Man Show that I could just tell, like, why are you here, man? You know, uh, I mean, uh, like, I just, oh. I mean, just, and and I tried to exude as much love as I could when I was in the room. It wasn't happening. It, it just wasn't happening. And, and like, I don't know what he's been through in his life. You know, like, I don't. I understand, I understand it, right? Mm. But his hate or anybody's it's hate blind. for anybody else's is ignorant. And I don't think it's, if my thoughts are always, if you want to really fix a large social global type problem, you can do it in one generation, but you almost have to start from the beginning of that generation. And look, save as many as you can that are already, you know, up and up and running with their beliefs and, and values. But you're not going to save them all in the amount of time that you would spend trying to turn a freaking Nazi into a, a non-racist it, versus putting that energy into teaching our youth great knowledge and teaching them what this actually is. It's not a, a black and white problem. It's not a black and brown problem. It's a socioeconomic issue. And a lot of your thoughts come from past behaviors that maybe your parents learned that don't even apply in today's freaking world. Like, let's get current with this and start talking about it for what it is. And, and, that is the power. That's the power of what we're doing right now. We are, we are bridging the gap of something that needs to be talked about. And it can be talked about in a way where we have empathy for each side. And wh- first of all, I shouldn't have even said side. It's not a side. We're just talking about something that is there. It's not the boogeyman. We can have these adult conversations. And not only we can, we should. And hopefully you know, this is part of that solution. Right? Yeah. Did we just solve racism? Done. <laughs> it's over next. Yeah. Um, is there any Drop the mic, Josh. Is there, is, <laughs> is there, okay, so is there any other angle that we want to take this? Um, uh, That's kind of where I think I, w- I was thinking for a minute. And I don't – really, it's that simple to me. I don't – Yeah, so, so just provide – do, do something that makes you uncomfortable. Go into somewhere like a, a black church or go sit in on the, the man show or go, you know, run a program with mostly minority kids or do things that make you maybe a little bit uncomfortable because it's not the norm, right? But then you get to see and you get to learn all of the things that you're missing. I think I think that's a, a great step to talk about it. Let's say to actually start making changes or not telling you what to think about it. Just go experience it, right? Be aware that you, you get into these groups and you're like, shit, these people are pretty awesome. I mean, Latino culture is one of the most family orientated, best eating cultures that I've ever best been. Culture. <laughs> is that racist, Josh? That's, that's an interesting question. Too, yeah. or is that a socioeconomic thing? I don't know. <laughs> I think, well, well yeah. Or is it is it biased just because you like Mexican food or Latino? Or is there a problem with cultural differences? I mean, I think that comes. And, is there, and, and why is appropriation bad? Like if somebody if if I like the Jared culture, if I like the way that Jared wears his goatee, and I wear my goatee like that, isn't that a compliment? Yeah, and 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 is there is it wrong to like something different? And as long as I, I guess you know you go back to that baseline of is it hitting a standard of, of good, you know, is it, does it, does it bring, 
happiness or does it bring negativity all the time? And right. that gets, you know, that gets deep. But as long as go dress differently, go act differently. But as long as is is your intention, you know, is 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 well intended I, to understand those differences. You know, I, I, it's one of the honestly when we went to the church. I mean, it, it blew my mind. You know, I was like, holy shit, this is so different. But Man, but dude, they had a band in there. These guys were jamming, man. The guitar guy was just rocking out the whole time. The drummer was, you know, and I was like, shit, if this is the type of church I like, which I like that a lot more than the churches I've been to my whole life, yeah. um, why shouldn't I be able to go there, right? And the only reason I, I wouldn't would be because of some pre-associated feeling of being uncomfortable, right? So what we're really talking about is, is how do you break down those barriers? Yeah. And you break down those barriers first by creating awareness that you have them. awareness, right? Right. Yeah. Then do you have a desire to change it? Right. Absolutely. Do you then take action? Well, first get some knowledge, right? Go, go experience things. Go look, the two things that make you different, the books you read, the people you meet. Right. So go meet some different people, go read some different information, start shaping, not telling you just, Go out and find good information, which is on the list of things. How do, how can you teach people how to gather good information nowadays? That's a different topic, but I think we're going to touch on that one at some point. But go gather good information and then take actions that are congruent with what you hmm. want to produce, right? With what outcomes you desire. Right. There's, there's other types of racism, too, not just by color of skin, but by religion, Right. Uh, one of the, I, I felt very welcomed. I went to um, an Arabic church probably about six years ago. And I realized how there's a lot that's very similar in how they do things. And they were very welcoming. They had food after. And it was really a neat experience, right? But there's a lot of people in this country that, that think, well, you know, that, that's their terrorists. And, 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 and to that though, but let's say to get past this, I'm sure when you went to that, you were nervous, like, holy shit, what am I walking into? Right? Like, yeah. Was God going to strike me down for (laughs) for walking in there? You know, like, like there's that fear. And I mean, that wasn't really a fear, but it, it is weird growing up Christian and walking into, uh, you know, a, a Muslim mosque, right? Like that's a, it's a, it's a weird, uncomfortable thing. And I think that's where like defining it's okay to, to have these differences and be aware of them and have these feelings. I mean, I, I certainly need to probably say this, but literally when I was in church today, I, I, I pointed out, I was like, you know, there was Arabic people that are dressed Arabic at the Catholic church. And I was like, you know, it didn't say anything rude or bad, but I kind of just pointed it out. Right. Cause it was different, but that doesn't mean I want to go hurt you or I don't like you, or I wouldn't go have a beer with you right after that. Of course I would. What the hell are you doing here? Right. <laughs> Let's go chop it up. But <laughs> <laughs> Let's go chop it up. But because that exists in my head, you know, that doesn't that doesn't make you a racist. You know, I think that's a good thing. It's okay to have these thoughts and to understand that I was raised a certain way. I was maybe in a different socioeconomic place where what I learned then versus what I know now and, and, and figuring that out, that's part of the game of, of life, right? How do you make yourself better 10 years from now? It's by realizing these differences and evolving and, you know, are you a better person than you were yesterday? I mean, and, the, and, and to be okay with it and know that it's not. To me, racism is, is when it 
It's it's that blinded hate, stupid shit that we talked about. So you looking ready to play your your? I, I'm, I'm waiting. Uh, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm waiting for it to get to the part so it comes in right so away. So you just need me to keep talking for a while? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I do that. Josh. No, I'm just gonna go out on space, and then when you're done, I'm just gonna be like, I wasn't listening to you. <laughs> oh, is this a podcast or something? Yeah, what's going on here? Hey, man, what are we talking about? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> uh, my final uh, notes as I. Uh, as I think about this, it's we're not going to change until we are able to have conversation. And we can't have conversation within our own echo chambers. And if we just stick, if I'm a white guy that just sticks with other white guys and, you know, there's some poison in that white group and, you know, that starts changing me a little bit, that is, you know, that, that's not, I'm not going to grow and I'm missing out on so much. So I, I know as for me, I can't speak for anybody or, or tell anybody what to do, but as for me, I try to challenge myself and, and think, about, think about those times when I'm in the bathroom and, you know, I, I was worried. Think about those times where I was uncomfortable in a church and ask myself why, and that's okay. And then put myself in situations where I'm uncomfortable because, not because I'm around uh, somebody of a, dif- a different ethnic background, but because it's just abnormal for me. And that's o- it's okay to feel those things. It's okay to, to analyze those things. As long as uh, my intent is to live on that for me, to live on that frequency of love, then I think, I think it's okay. And if we all took that point of view, I think racism would be uh, a thing of the past. I think that's well said. My, my final thoughts here are let's start changing the framework of, of how we look at this in our heads. Um, yes, there's, there's racism that occurs on a very small scale in comparison to what gets lumped into there where let's start looking at what's causing these things. Let's realize that it's differences and that there's value in everybody. I mean, one of the best things that were ever said to me is, is that look at the person you hate, realize someone loves them Mm. and whatever that is, I'm not telling you to like them or not, but realize there is some kind of good quality. So Mm -hmm. if we're able to at least view things from this uh, perspective, um, I I think that's where we need to start and stop talking. Let's take the word racism out the plate. You know, let's change it. Call it socioeconomic differences, whatever. We'll come up with something cooler than that, by the way, because we'll come up with some flashy term. But I think that's where we need to kind of get and then put out information and say, look, here, here's, here's why this population maybe has been in this role for such a long time because of these things. But these, this group was there too, and look what happened to them. Let's look at the facts. Let's look at how this works. Let's look at uh, the economy behind it. You know, let's look at the, the data and Just then start learn. viewing it. Yeah, learn yeah. and learn, man. All right, here's your play. <laughs> On that note. Judgments based on race.